0: Will you pray with me. As we look around, O Lord, we see all the many blessings that you have given us. We give thanks for this, but sometimes those are just words. Allow us this day, from the innermost part of our hearts, just one more thing, a thankful heart. In Jesus' name we ask. Amen. The text this week is a text that you have heard before. You probably have heard it on Thanksgiving Eve because it's a text that is used to slam you with Lutheran guilt, if you will. It's a text that so many people use to try to Bring the law forth instead of the gospel, the grace, the love that comes from God. Because so often we hear about the one that comes to say thanks and the nine that don't. And guess who we are most like? And then we start feeling really guilty about that. That's not my purpose, and it shouldn't be the purpose of any pastor as he gives the message on this text. Because this text should come to touch our hearts in a way that is different than any other such text. It should touch our hearts with the grace of God. It's not something we can teach through a textbook. We can't teach our children in Sunday school gratitude. Even though we try very hard, don't we? When you're two years old and you get a gift from Grandma and Grandpa, what are the first words that come out of Mom and Dad's mouth? Remember to say thank you. And then there's the letter that is written to Ann Landers that keeps surfacing all the time around us. That the grandma from a very Midwestern community is upset because she continues to give gifts to her grandchildren and they never say thank you and they never write a thank-you note to her so she's decided that she's not gonna give those gifts anymore and then thankfully there were others that wrote in and said When you give a gift, you give that gift out of your heart because you want to, not because you have to. So you shouldn't expect a thank you for that gift. I just love those notes that I get sometimes when people give me a gift and they write on them saying, no need to send a thank you because they have been thanked enough by just giving the gift. So today, my intention is not at all to slam you with the hammer of the law that says you better become more grateful because that's just not going to happen. It's kind of like going to church. I never want people to go to church because they have to. Well, maybe the kids sometimes are forced to come, right? You should always go to church. And there's a should. That should shouldn't even be in there because you want to. Because it gives you an opportunity to worship and give thanks and praise the giver of all gifts. And it's always interesting, isn't it, that... It is the least of these that have the least, that have the hearts of gratitude, that are so thankful. And isn't it interesting as well that that gratitude, that heart of gratitude comes out when there's a crisis, such as these ten lepers. Now, we don't know a whole lot about leprosy today because there isn't much left of it. They still talk about a colony out there somewhere. But we do have other diseases of this day, and those diseases can be just as great or even greater than what leprosy brought to people. It wasn't just a skin disease, but your face, your ears, your fingers, your toes would literally fall off with this disease. They were shunned. People wouldn't come within... 10 feet of them. And they just waited for them to die. So the 10 of these people gathered together and they didn't even notice the foreigner in the bunch because misery loves company and you find support from one another in that group. But they pleaded with Jesus, have mercy, do something. You're our only hope. And Jesus looks upon them with compassion and says, go to your priests, be healed, and they are healed. Now the nine that didn't come back to say thank you, well, they weren't undone. Jesus continues to heal, doesn't he? No matter what. So there's nothing wrong with those nine But the 10th came back. And the 10th, who said thank you, goes to a whole other level. And so the encouragement today is to move from being healed to being wholly, completely healed. Not just physical, but spiritual. Holistic healing. So that, from the experience of being healed, that heart of gratitude shines forth in the midst of the world today. Because isn't that what we really need? With all of the struggles going on in our world today, with all of the wondering about what is God up to, we have to realize that there are also those blessings. And we all know those people that bring out those blessings. We can just see it. That's the way they live their life because they have received that second blessing. Yesterday I was able to go to our new bishop's installation at St. Matthew's in Wauwatosa. It was a beautiful service full of music, but it was a long service. And that's what some of you are probably saying now. And when you're sitting in a long service and you're completely through reading your 20 pages in the bulletin, you're not really wholeheartedly there, are you? And sometimes that happens. Quite often that happens. And the same thing with our hearts of gratitude. Sometimes we're not completely there. And the bishop talked about his schedule that it's already full there are so many needs and wants and everybody has to see him and get to know him probably much like jesus walking through that foreign territory everyone was yelling at him jesus master teacher have mercy on me help me i'm struggling And so it is that Jesus looks into the eyes of all that the bishop can't do and says, be healed this day. But there's more to that healing than just your physical needs and your struggles as you go forth in this world. But it's somewhat simple. It's not something we can write directions on. A few weeks ago, the pastors did a little skit. And you might remember someone by the name of Meister Eckhart. Do you remember that? It was this big, fat book that Pastor John had that he studied in seminary and hard to understand. But today there's a simple line from Meister Eckhart in the opening thought. If the only prayer you said in your whole life was thank you, that would suffice. So it is as we move to the tenth leper and realize this day that indeed there's something about gratitude and a person who lives that gratitude. David Luce used to be at the seminary in St. Paul. He's now the president at. Philadelphia Theological Seminary, says this. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I think gratitude is the noblest emotion. Gratitude draws us out of ourselves into something larger, bigger, and grander than we could imagine and joins us to the font of blessing itself people with gratitude open up their world and they see beyond the struggles. But maybe, just maybe, gratitude is also the most powerful emotion, something that is created within us that we could ever imagine because it frees us from fear, it releases us from anxiety and emboldens us to do more and dare more than we'd ever imagined or that we could do on our own. Even to return to a Jewish rabbi to pay homage when you are a Samaritan because you've realized that you are more than a Samaritan. You're more than a leper. You're more than even a healed leper. You are a child of God, whole and accepted and beautiful just as you are. Now, sometimes it takes a while to get there, and we can't do it on our own. But God can create that gratitude within our hearts and change our whole lives. He has the power for this. And that's what the nine missed out on. It's not that they did anything wrong. It's that they didn't see their good fortune and didn't voice their blessing. And so they missed out on being made whole. So let's look at our world again. Filled with troubles? Most certainly. Yes, but also filled with blessing. Families that care for each other. Colleagues who work hard and well. Schools where teachers care about their pupils. And students are eager to learn. A form of government that is far from perfect yet strives to honor its citizens by conveying a level of freedom and opportunity rarely imagined. Relief agencies that tend the afflicted, service people who regularly put their lives on the line at home and abroad, good neighbors who support one another, and a community of faith where the word is preached and the life of faith is nourished, and more. Sure, the world is full of blessings and challenges. Which will we focus on? Truth be told, there is a time for lament and cries for justice and activism. But given that we live in a culture filled with blame and accusation and almost devout of thanksgiving, maybe on this day, And remembering the 10th leper, we can send our people forth and we can be sent forth to be heralds of blessing and bearers of powerful words of gratitude. And in this way, experience that second blessing and share it with the world around. On this day, we ask God for one more thing. A grateful heart as we have seen the pictures of the devastation especially in Haiti of the Hurricane Matthew I think back to the earthquake that took place in 2010 in Haiti and much of those pictures that we see today are still full of devastation from the earthquake I think of an individual by the name of Ben Larson. Ben was at Wartburg Seminary studying to be a pastor, but he was at the place that he loved, Haiti, where the poorest of the poor are there and where he can bring a message of hope or even more likely hear that message of hope from the people who have hardly anything. Well, Ben, as he was in the earthquake with his wife and his cousin, was caught in the rocks as a building came down, a six-story building. The other two, his wife and his cousin, were able to get out. And this story is a story because Ben was a man with a grateful heart that was given to him by God. The other two went back to try to get Ben out, They couldn't get in there, but they heard him singing. Now people that are in struggles sometimes will sing, and you can see and feel and know the spirit of their heart, their grateful heart. He sang Lamb of God, the tenth setting in the red hymnal. But they said he also sang other hymns, like the hymn we're about to sing a hymn that speaks of this heart of gratitude, this thankful place that we can all be as we are given the second blessing from God this day. Let us sing this hymn as we think of Ben dying in that earthquake in Haiti, yet singing because he knew he was blessed by God. Amen.